good Tuesday evening it is a beautiful grayish skied with a tinge of pink and purple as the Sun is uh, getting ready to set here in the Seattle area it's a beautiful evening and I'm coming live tonight from my patio I have a beautiful creek in my backyard and it's a nice setting it's a quiet setting it's a peaceful setting it's a Zen setting it's a scenery that knows no judgment because you can sit here and you can look at the leaves, the trees, the weeds, the rocks, the water, the birds, everything. And they're just gonna bloom with their beauty in front of you and they're just gonna present themselves as they are. And they're gonna see you and not have anything to say but just that you get to acknowledge their presence it's a beautiful thing and now that I'm talking about water I did grow up above the Arctic Circle in a very rural town called Kotzebue at the time it was population 2500 I believe and it was on or it's on the uh, Chukchi Sea the Arctic Ocean it's extremely magnificent there especially this time of the year because the ice is melting and that means that people are out ice fishing because the sun is coming out and the days are becoming longer and it's always the time of the year in Bush, Alaska to fill up your freezer. There's always something from the land, from the air, from the water that is in season that either the man or the woman was out hunting or gathering to help feed the families every time of the year. Some of my most fond moments of life are from Kotzebue, Alaska and growing up there. As you can imagine, just a joyful ch childhood and exploration and nature and knowing only nature not annoying car alarms because <laughs> let me tell you not that many people had cars up there it's a different story for a different day but tonight what I want to share with you is every springtime two things would happen first of all on my birthday dependent on how much snow there was from the winter which typically 
the snowdrifts were as tall as the houses and the houses are on stilts so these snowdrifts are pretty high and even though the sun beat down incessantly throughout the day for since the end of March what it did was it melted the tops of the snowbanks and then at night it would freeze up again so in the morning you could walk on it and it would just be like walking on hard solid earth right so one of my best and favorite and most beautiful memories is on my birthday going out and even though it's like maybe 45 degrees right we my girlfriends and I would go out and we'd be walking on the snowbanks because we didn't know what to do right we know there's nothing really to do and so I remember one year I was like hey let's go suntan let's go sunbathe on a snowdrift which you would think I'm crazy right it's cold which you're right the snow is cold but you lay down your your uh, jacket or whatever you had on the snow and then you would lay on top of it and the heat from the sun would just if you closed your eyes you can imagine yourself on the most beautiful beach anywhere in the world being sun-kissed and of course we wouldn't stay out very long but it would be a fun thing to do right so that's one of my most fond memories of my birthdays up in Kotzebue, Alaska. Another great thing about this time of the year is, a li- well, it's a little bit later on, like maybe June-ish, is when the ice on the ocean started breaking up and these big icebergs would start moving out and you would just see them floating across. Well, not only would you see the icebergs floating out, but you would see heads popping in and out. And you would see hundreds, if not thousands of seals moving along with the ice flow. And if you were lucky enough, you would see for the very unlucky animal, of course, because usually it would mean that they would die. And a caribou, or yeah, a caribou that got um, stuck on the ice. And it would be running. Like one year we saw it. Like it would, there's a, a caribou and it, it got stuck on this big iceberg. I mean, it was like the size of a football field, I can imagine. And he was running and he was like freaking out and he was like, like making this weird noise. It's almost like he knew that his life was in peril and that he was ultimately going to succumb to the ocean because he was stuck on this berg unless he somehow miraculously got saved by someone. I don't know. I don't know how you would save anybody or anything on the ice, let alone this wild creature that got stuck and who's probably dangerous, you know, more dangerous to save to you than to watch it succumb to its fate, right? It was a very unique childhood growing up in Katsubu and I didn't realize how 
unique it was until I, you know, of course moved out and experienced more of life and really just broke out of my shell, you know, because I would have my same, you know, best girlfriends and we would talk about it and be like, I don't really remember any one conversation where it's just like, hey, yeah, you know, I'm not going to live here when I grow up. I'm going to move somewhere. I'm going to be somebody. I'm going to do something. You know, we never had those conversations. It's not like we felt trapped there in the small town, Bush, Alaska, nowhere, dead end road, right? We didn't think of it like that because no one, t- no one showed us any better. No one told us. We didn't think. There was no internet back then, right? <laughs> um, so what we did was, I mean, yeah, we kind of knew it was a crappy place, right? It's, it's a sh- pretty small town. Stuff happens. We weren't happy about certain things, right? But I never planned my future and I never told myself directly that, hey, yeah, I'm not going to live here my whole life. Because I pretty much thought Kotzebue was my home. I love it. It's great. I got first boyfriend there, classmates, friends. Didn't have family because my family is actually from a different city or town in Alaska, which... You would think that they would be related relationally, but so Kotzebue, just to um, let you know, is a primarily Inupiaq Eskimo, Inupiaq Native Corporation, tribe. And my family, my mom, is a Yupik Eskimo. So she, her bloodline came from Bethel, Alaska. And so that's my bloodline is um, Yupik Eskimo. And so another funny thing in a small town is everybody's your cousin. Everybody's your cousin, your aunt, your brother, family, you're related to them somehow, right? <laughs> well, I never had that issue in growing up. And I am thank God happy for that because everybody's like oh he's so cute but he's my cousin and I'm like oh okay well uh, I don't have the issue <laughs> so um, yeah that's another thing too oh gosh the the stories I could tell you just it's 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 endless boundless and that'll be for another time but tonight I just wanted to share those two things with you as I am outside enjoying my water feature in my backyard and the swallows floating by was that I had a very unique childhood near the ocean in Kotzebue and I had no idea who I was going to become. All I knew was that I had something unique inside of me that I needed to share. 
And I just want to say thank you for letting me share this with you tonight. And I hope it's jarred some of your most favorite childhood memories of growing up in the town that you lived in. If so, that's a great thing. If not, well, think of something. There's always something great there. Many more stories to come. But for tonight, I'll say goodnight and thank you. La Detriu e Christus. Praise be to Jesus. <laughs>